Welcome to my podcast. I'm the Laughing Philosopher. Life is complicated. You are complicated. Everything seems to have been figured out, except how to live a happy life guided by wisdom and reason. What does it mean to be a good person? What is love? Who am I before I was told who I am? Why haven't I found myself yet? Why do I have regrets? Is this a just world? Almost from the moment of birth, we've been told how to behave, how to fit in, and how to fulfill other people's expectations. We grow to fear that we will lack importance or cease to exist in the lives of others if we think for ourselves and question the rules and roles that we've been told define us. Only when wisdom and reason removes this illusion can we live authentically in the world around us and become our real selves. Episode number 31. What do you fear? Part two of two. Are you afraid of who you really are? It is more popular to be powerless rather than to be powerful, to follow rather than to lead, to repeat other people's thoughts rather than to think for yourself. But you are born to be a creator. You can create heaven on earth. All of the computers in the world put together are less powerful than one human mind, your mind. All of the holy Bibles in the world put together are less powerful than a single act of kindness your kindness. In the mind, your mind, everything is possible and nothing is impossible. All that is necessary is that you believe that whatever you ask will be done. And if you do not waver, then anything whatsoever you want to happen, believing, will happen. If you think about nothing, then nothing will happen. If you think about something, then something will happen. If you think about what everyone else is thinking and feeling and doing, then you will become like everyone else. Don't give power over your life to everyone but yourself. Don't surrender. Marcus Aurelius said, a man's life is what his thoughts make of it. Conquer your life. Are you afraid to push back? Once, 
a man was dying of old age. He was sad because he had followed all the rules and lived as he was told. But he didn't live the life he wanted, and now he was disappointed. In his life, he had made many mistakes. He caused many people to suffer, and he suffered too. The man died with many regrets and believed that he had wasted his life. And so, in hell, he was made to suffer as much as possible. God sent an angel to stand behind his back and push him everywhere he was supposed to go. The angel had no compassion for the man and pushed and pushed and pushed. Whenever the man tried to choose his own way, the angel pushed him around without mercy until the man obeyed. The angel had no sympathy for the man because behind the angel's back was another angel. Behind his back, the angel also was being pushed and pushed. So the angel pushed because he was being pushed and the angel pushed the man in front of him because he was being pushed from behind. Over the centuries, the angel and the man learned to accept their fate. It wasn't the life they wanted, but they told themselves that no one gets the life one wants. And they imagined themselves to be happy and they imagine themselves to be in heaven. Don't die without ever having lived. Push back. Are you afraid that there is no life before death? In your life, do you ever feel that kind of pushing behind your back? Do you ever feel that you are being pushed around to do things you don't really want to do and to act like you don't really feel. So you push the people around you because you are being pushed. You push the people in front of you just because you are being pushed from behind. You demand obedience and conformity from others just because you are being pushed to obey and to conform. You create a great deal of suffering for your family and friends and colleagues and strangers. You create a lot of suffering for yourself as well. Because finally, you reach a point where you don't know who you are. You no longer recognize yourself and you don't like the person you have become. You grow angry because the angel has come between you and the person you ought to be. 
You are not able to choose your destiny. It is being chosen by the angel behind you. And one day, in not too many years, death finds you. And you wonder if you ever lived at all. Or was your life just a dream in the mind of the angel? Life is not too short, but too wasted. Everyone dies, but not everyone lives. Are you afraid of being alone? Every generation asks the same question of the universe. Am I alone? It is the big question. Every choice you make, everything about your way of life, how you live every moment from birth to wage slave to death, all are prescribed and proscribed by the big answer to the big question. The universe knows the big answer, but the universe is indifferent. The universe has no compassion. So all we know on earth and all we need to know are the choices. I am alone or I am not alone. What is the truth? Everyone asks for the truth, but few can live with it. Fear not, for the answer you choose will be the right answer. Yet only for you, the one who chooses. For if you build your life on your answer, and your answer becomes the chief cornerstone of your authenticity in this world, then your answer will be true. True for you. Are you alone? or not alone. It's up to you. Do you fear death? Fear not. Heaven is rational. Death is irrational. Scientists estimate that the probability of your being born is roughly one in 400 trillion. That's a very, very big number. And it ought to make you feel very, very special. You are the only conscious, highly intelligent and self-aware being in the universe. You are a creature with exclusive abilities capable of creating spectacles and wonders, such as Plato's dialogues, Shakespeare's plays, Van Gogh's paintings, and Einstein's equations. It is absurd to believe that we are condemned to the same fate at the end of life as an ordinary cat or a common sparrow. 
Human beings can think and question. What is time? What is gravity? Why is there something rather than nothing? We can reason. Something either must have come from nothing or there has always been something. Human beings can feel and love and choose to behave as they do. We are unique and ought to be privileged. At the end of life, it is absurd that we should suffer the same fate as all other creatures. Humanity is something better, and we merit something more. We are the only living beings that progress, that seek to understand the universe and to control its workings. We are more aware, more able, and more talented than all other creatures. So humanity is entitled to a higher opinion of itself, and we deserve to be rewarded and to advance rather than merely to cease and to perish. In a just universe, humanity has the right to an afterlife. And rather than cease to exist, we deserve to go on. If you and everyone you love simply perish at the end of life, then eventually, no one will be left behind to remember you. And no one will know how amazing you were. Just as if you had never been born. So you feel as if life is not enough. As if death is some kind of vacation from yourself. But if you go on vacation forever, then it's not a vacation. If death must follow life, then not death must follow, not life. Therefore, life follows from death. And death is absurd. Just as a triangle requires three sides, existence requires life, and death and the afterlife. And the afterlife requires a government, a divine CEO. And a bureaucracy requires rules. And rules require a hell to punish rule breakers and a heaven to reward rule followers. And heaven and hell require angels and demons of different ranks and different functions to serve as a specialized workforce in order to manage the afterlife with maximum efficiency and maximum effectiveness. It's not just a coincidence that heaven and hell are made up of a hierarchy of authority, rules and regulations, job specialization, 
division of labor, and all of the other defining characteristics of a modern work organization. It's not just a coincidence. We covet what we see. Our experience is the limit of our imagination. And that's how it begins, how the mythologizing of death begins. The afterlife is a work of fiction. It's the story of the adopted child of two parents, fantasy and vanity. Are you afraid? Fear is just a feeling. You feel hungry, you feel tired, you feel angry, you feel afraid. Fear can never kill you. It's okay to be afraid, but only a coward is afraid to be afraid. In Bergman's film, The Seventh Seal, the crusading knight loses to death in a game of chess, a game he played for his life. And death asks, are you afraid? And the knight replies, my flesh is afraid, but I am not. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Corey, the Laughing Philosopher. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I've devoted my professional life to the intersection of sociology and philosophy, where the contemporary problems of life meet the ideas and convictions of the greatest human minds. Join me by subscribing to the Laughing Philosopher as we use reason and wisdom to explore big answers to the most important of all big questions, how to live.